Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people are warned that the following recordings may contain the sounds and voices of deceased persons. Conversations on Country is a series of diverse stories of place and being of the Gumbangia, Jangati, Biripai and Waramai nations. You could hear the waves of a night time, that's how close it was. It was a hop, step and a jump as the saying used to go. So yeah, it wasn't far at all. Um, I'm Sue Hoskins. Um, my maiden name was Ferguson. Ferguson Cottage, it was a caretaker's cottage for the Public Works Department, which was the building where the Deep Sea Fishing Club used to be. And they, they had a caretaker there. Um, and when it moved, he moved. He didn't have that position anymore. So, yeah, the, the place was, I suppose, showing appreciation this is how I put it anyways, for the, you know, the time my grandfather worked with the public works and, yeah, just appreciation for his part in working down there. To me, it was jewel in the crown. And it was beautiful because we had the most beautiful scenery. We just had to walk down to the beach for a swim or try and catch worms for Nan to go fishing um, or get pippies, uh, whatever you could, you know, use for bait. Mum and them used to sit up on the veranda whenever we went swimming, just to sort of keep an eye on um, that we were okay. When I moved out here to Bowambi East here, that's when Ferguson Cottage was, I'll say, registered as a heritage listing, which made me so proud and happy that, you know, somewhere where my nan and grandfather lived was being put on that list because it's not a, it's not an easy achievement to to be heritage listed. Um, I cried when I got that. Um, uh, that news. I always say to myself and other people, I believe my grandmother was the founder of reconciliation. Because when we were kids, it wasn't easy. Like school, you'd get told, oh, when you're 15, you could leave. But my grandmother was, was adamant that we go to school and get an education. Because she always said, you know, you're as good as the next person. And Nan was a person that lived in both worlds. You know, she had white friends as well as Aboriginal family and extended family friends. Nan even had that, um, <laughs> I don't know whether charisma is the right word, but even the police would have a laugh with Nan and they always respected my Nan and they'd always go to Nan and talk to Nan about things. And another great friend she had was the Simmons. Um, and I think the old Mr. Simmons, I think his name was Jack, I'm not sure. But um, he loved fishing and so did Nan. So when he'd go fishing, he'd, um, 
he'd pull into net to where Ferguson Cottage is, have a yarn with Nan and ask her to go fishing. <laughs> and the reason behind that was because Nan used to make him cook him dampers in the sand and he loved that. He'd bring the flour and the water and whatever else. So that to me was my feelings about re reconciliation because my nan could live in both worlds where back, back in them days it was hard for Aboriginal people but my nan was one in a million and probably everyone says that about them grandparents, but to me she was one in a million. We used to have some big storms and big seas. Um, the You'd see the waves breaking over the break wall and um, we'd virtually stay in bed because we had to walk to school and there was no way Nan had let us walk to school in that weather. But the the Tides used to get really high there and the waves were huge. But we had a little chip heater that we had to get wood and make a fire and heat the water up to have a bath. There wasn't any shower, just a bath. Um, and the fridge was, um, first off, it was an ice box and the men used to have to go down and buy a block of ice come in and Nan, they used to wrap it up in a sugar bag. Then Nan got a kerosene fridge where we had to like, fill a, like a tank with kerosene, light the, I'll say, pilot light until the basic electric fridges came out. Um, and Nan did have one of those. The only entertainment we had was a radio. Um, and the only thing, <laughs> 10 o'clock comes, you couldn't make a noise because that was when Nan's and, and Mum's cereals were on. And I still remember one was called Dr Paul and the other one was Portia Faces Life. So they went for about oh, half an hour or so. But within that time, you could not make a noise. Otherwise, you'd interrupt and you'd get into trouble. <laughs> Nan was the boss. If we wanted to do anything, we had to get... We'd ask Mum, but go and ask your grandmother. So, you know, it was a chain of events before a yes or a no was given. My grandfather passed away first and Nan was there. She lived there. My parents broke up and Mum moved over there with Nan. Yeah, my mum, my mum lived there then for years and years and years. I was there when I had my first child, my eldest daughter, Victoria. I went, actually went to the hospital from there. And me and my husband lived there for a while and then we moved out with his parents. I think I used to live at Wangala and I'd go down there and maybe spend weekends or take the kids down and spend the day um, and, you know, take them to the beach because that was, that was it, uh, Ferguson Cottage. I don't go down there anymore. Um, from what I've heard, um, it's virtually fallen down. You know, the, 
the years of neglect, I suppose. I'm sorry, but yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just fallen in. And I think it's disrespect to my grandmother and what she stood for in this community. You know, we should try as hard as we can to have that place restored. Yeah, in honour of my nan and my grandfather. Yeah, just to show respect for an Aboriginal place that has been heritage listed. Conversations on Country is proudly brought to you by SBS and Saltwater Freshwater Arts Alliance and was recorded on Gumbangir, Dangati, Biripai and Warramai land. Our storyteller for this episode was proud Gumbangir woman, Auntie Sue Hoskins. Theme music was recorded by Grow the Music with Carrie Munro-Greentree on guitar and Ben Ferguson on didgeridoo. Special thanks also to Maddie Whitford. Production of this podcast series was by Simon Portis and Liz Keane from Headline Productions, with additional production by Maddie Whitford. A big thank you also to the Murabai Aboriginal Language and Culture Cooperative for their guidance. I'm Michael Jarrett, Darunbang.